Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Guys Who Cry podcast. Man, I'm so excited about our guest this week. We've got a really special someone in the house. We do, we do, we do. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is our season finale, episode 2-0. We're capping it. Episode 20, Adam. We're going to take a little break after this episode, but we are super excited to bring one of our dearest friends to you. This howdy, is howdy. one of my oldest friends, Cortland Garrett. Hello, everybody. Hello, it's Cortland Garrett in the building. And the reason Let's... we have Cortland here is because we're going to talk about friendship. We figured what better way to end our first inaugural season than we're talking about the importance of friendship, especially Ruben. with men. Ruben, I how mean, many of us have them? Friends. One we, we can depend on. I hope somebody out there gets that reference and messages me later. <laughs> Man, y'all are dorks. Y'all are big dorks, I'll tell you. Big dorks no, energy. Kidding. Fun fact, guys. Fun fact, Adam. Fun fact, oh, Adam is recording live from Brazil. That's true. I'm in Sao Paulo, Brazil, recording from my laptop in an Airbnb. Drop some Portuguese for us. Ah, tudo bem. Brasil, conhecer. That's like all I know. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, it just means like, uh, hey, what's up? Uh, nice to meet you. You know, I learned uh, some basic Korean this semester. Did you? Yeah. Uh, it is. It is. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Jaijinesu. That means, hi, how are you? Oh, wow. Okay. Anyang, nice. Anyang means hi, and Jaijinesu means, how are you? And then Biden is Chaiga. Biden is Chaiga? Bye. Like, bye. Goodbye. Chaiga. Oh, bye. I thought you meant like President Biden. Oh, cool. All right. Sweet. Yep. I only know English, sadly. Mm. So, 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 guys, we're going to talk about friendship, and this is very important because the three of us, I feel like, over the last year, really helped each other out through a lot of things, right? We we went through a lot of emotional things together, and we helped ourselves get through that with the with the help of each other. Um, yes, constantly being able to like talk about stuff and get together. I think the fact that we could rely on seeing each other regularly and getting all those emotions out was such a relief for all of us this past year. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and honestly, like one of the things I wanted to talk about was like how important it is to just be 100% honest with your friends. As much as it's important to be supportive, it's also important to be honest with your friends. And is tact important? So it's good to be honest, but how tactful should you be? Because if I just come right out and be like, yo, Ruben, you're looking real ugly today or whatever, you know, that might not be encouraging, but can you say it in a way that's honest, but also encouraging? Like, yeah, I don't know if that outfit's working, Cortland. Eh, he told me that all the time though, so. <laughs> <laughs> I will you say, know. Cortland has, has upped his, he always cites me and Adam as his uh, inspirations for upping his fashion game. <laughs> well, I, I will never have the, the fashion ability as Adam has. I <laughs> Whatever. To, I can't I can't fit skinny jeans to save my life. <laughs> you don't need to, man. You always look great. And Ruben, man, I've taken so many cues from you as well. And can I just say you guys are like the best gift givers? Ruben always in general, but Ruben, you always end up giving me clothes that fit me perfectly that I get for free that I wear all the time. And I'm very grateful. Well, I I mean that's kind of my love language. Uh, yeah, and I, and I think we can talk about love languages as it comes to friendship too. I think a hundred percent. Cortland's been really good at that. I have a, I have a little bottle of Mama Juana from from him. 
which he got from the Dominican Republic. Uh, I have a set of spoons from him, which he got from, where'd you get those from? Mexico. Mexico. And then I have a little, uh, like, photographic print that he got in New Orleans. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do my best to always bring people back things from my trips. Now, like, I've been in Mexico a couple times, so I'm not bringing you two or three things every time I go. (laughs) But, you know, I, I like the idea of, like, thinking about people when you're traveling and bringing something back that reminds you of them right um, yeah but back back to the original question you asked about uh honesty and friendship and tact and all that you know me and you have been through a lot in, over the years and remember recently uh with our one of our best friends is a wedding you know we had that huge conversation and there was a lot of honesty in that right like we really had to kind of sit down and have a conversation and i think that was one of the first steps for me being a lot more open and honest with you guys because I'm kind of the more stoic one in the group. Mm. So, so yeah, I think, you know, with age comes that vulnerability in a way, especially with the people that you care about. Did you feel like your uh, personality changed or you matured enough that you could share with us or you felt just with our personalities, me and Ruben, you felt comfortable sharing with us? Was it our personalities that allowed you to get comfortable to share? I think it was more of the, the generic acceptance of it, right? Like, Got you it. know, like being raised to kind of be like, hey, you have an issue, you handle that, you learn, and you don't put yourself mm-hmm. in that situation again. But then when you have people that are in your life forever and that situation arises, something I've learned recently is if you don't address the issue, you can't expect change to come about. You have to actually address and communicate about it. And that's when you can then hold someone to that standard, right? Right, right, exactly. Well, and it's and it's also good to kind of have this experience with our friends that we can be open and honest with them about things we're going through with certain aspects of our lives. You know, like last week, uh, I like you know, obviously, like Adam and I have been very busy. Adam's been in Brazil; he's been busy with work. I've been busy with work. We haven't really had a chance to really like sit down and talk. So I think like last week. When we recorded that announcement, right? Uh, we had a talk for man, it was probably like two and a half hours, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was just literally just me just vomiting words to Adam and him, you know, responding and actually like, you know, really like relating it to his own life too, which I think is like super important too. Like we're able to kind of talk about these things and relate to them and then also kind of give our, you know, we were, we're able to give our opinion. I think me more than you two, not like well, to put myself out like that, like that, but like I've been pretty open and honest with you guys about a lot of things this last year. Well, I think that's the importance of listening to, especially in relationships, like just being able to be quiet and listen to someone without having to give a lot of advice and all that stuff. And I like to listen to you guys. And it's funny. I, I don't know. You guys probably don't feel this way because I've talked and complained to you guys a ton over this past year. But I, I feel like personally for me, I don't always get the feeling that other people want to listen to me. So I'm quick to like just shut up. And some people like to listen to me. But I'm just quick to shut up and just listen. Like if I can be a listener, that's fine. If no one really wants to hear what I have to say, that's okay too. You know, um, and not, not everyone. but So that's, that's funny because for me, it's like I – a lot of times I don't feel I've, I've had a lot of good friends in my life that have given me a lot of good advice and I, I don't often take the advice, but as things move forward halfway through the situation, I'll be like, yeah, that was actually good advice. So it's like in a way, in a way you like to listen, Adam, and then I yeah. like to listen, but I don't necessarily apply. 
So I guess where where in the you know where in the advice you get do you draw the line of complying with what you want and understanding what the other person is saying? Like how do you how do you how do you ameliorate those two and actually kind of change your actions to reflect you know, other people's good sound advice? Hmm, that's a really good question. I mean, I can tell you this, right? Like, I think the importance of giving advice, quote unquote, is not to is not to influence their decision, but it's merely to give just a different point of view. You know what I mean? It's to say, this is right. what I think about your situation. I'm not telling you how to react in this situation, but this is just how I would react in that situation. Take it for what it's worth. Like, I'm not telling you what I'm seeing is gospel, you know? That's where tact comes in, right? Because we all um, see our friends' situations and we want to give our input and say, well, you should be doing this. You should just break up with them. You should do that, whatever. But we all know that people make their own choices and have to live their own consequences and all that stuff. So that's the importance of like listening first. Then when you're asked to give feedback or you feel it's necessary to give feedback, to give it in such a way that's like, here's a thought I had, you know, here's something that, you know, maybe you could consider, but I understand also if you're not willing to make that decision yet, like a breakup, well, maybe you should not be with this person anymore, but you know, I understand you kind of have to go through that yourself and figure it out. Yeah. I know, I know in relationships, you know, there's a question you should always ask before you have a conversation with someone. It's, do you want me to give you advice or do you want me to just listen? Because a lot of times I put myself in particular in a situation where I'm listening to someone talk and I'm just thinking of all the advice I can give, all the pointers, all the tips, all the hows and what sits. But then sometimes people just want you to listen. And right. I think it's important in a friendship to be able to distinguish is this a listening moment or an advising moment? Yeah, Adam Bar- Barnard actually said that. Uh, he actually said that on the podcast when we recorded with him. He said, you know, that's what I do with my wife. You know, when she comes to me with a problem, I, before we even move forward, I say, do you want me to listen? And, or do you want me to actually give you my thoughts on this? Which is really important, like super important. You know, it's, it helps with, with just sometimes just good just to get your thoughts out there. Cause as you're talking about things, things becomes more clear. Right. And like, I think I've had, like I had that last week, when I was talking to Adam about the situation I was in, I was like, as I was talking to him and like voicing my, you know, pseudo frustrations, I was like, you know, but like at the end of the day, I'm still happy. You know, I'm still happy. I get to experience this, you know? Right. So I'll go ahead, Adam. Well, I was going to ask, um, has there ever, especially recently, can we recall a time where one of us has given feedback uh, in a way that it wasn't well received or were you upset each other and what you said or gave some criticism that was, you know, received kind of harshly. Okay, I'm trying to recall a time too. So, I mean, you know, Ruben's talked to me uh, a decent amount about a, a recent relationship I've been in. Uh-huh. And, you know, Ruben's always been the one in the friendship that is is unabashful of, of his, 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 his perspective, we'll say. And, you know, it was advice that I understood and I took, but, you know, again, back to my thing is like, I'll listen and I only half apply things, but in the long run, you know, I wasn't offended by it because I, I, I don't take things personally per se, but I really appreciated the, the perspective because it hadn't changed. Like his, regardless of like how I responded, it's like, no, like, this is my opinion. Like, I'm not forcing you to do anything, but I'm just saying from my perspective, this is how I see it. 
And in the long run, he was more right than he was wrong. And I really value that. And it kind of helped me through my situation. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, I wouldn't say that I've always been that way, though. Like, <laughs> I would definitely say, you know, so I know we've talked about on the podcast for Adam, just a friendship group that I grew up with with Portland. There was two other guys in that group. We called it the diversity squad, right? And even like very recently, like last year, we were in Chicago. And before I was pretty timid. You know what I mean? Cortland, Cortland can tell you. Like, I never really oh, yeah. like, I never really like, if something bothered me, I wouldn't really like speak up on it. Right. Mm-hmm. But this past time, one of the guys said something that just rubbed me the wrong way. Right. It was something about like getting late or like dating apps or something. That's all he had been talking to me about, like the whole trip. And we were in an Uber. I'll never forget it because I just, I just kind of like was fed up with it. And I just said, Hey man, like that's all you've been talking to me about all weekend. <laughs> and there was just a hush over the whole car. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Cause then like when we got back to the, to my friend's house, my buddy was like, Hey man, like I'm actually really proud of you for speaking up on that. He was like, you know, it's, that, like you wouldn't have done that before. And I think like that's something that I talk about, like having tact, right? It's like, mm-hmm. Hey man, like, you know, there's more to me than just girls or, Hey man, you know, there's more to me than just this one process, you know, I don't know. Well, I think we're all getting to that, that point where, where we've had this friendship, these friendships and they've developed, but they developed on a different foundation than where we are now. So when we're interacting with each other, we're interacting as more wholesome people. So when we have these issues with each other, we're more likely to respond to defend ourselves in the proper way as we should. Right, like, hey, this isn't that. That was how I was when I was a kid. I'm an adult. I am this. I'm that. I've matured. I'm not the same. The same. The relationship we had then is different than now, and I think that's a huge thing for us right now. And me and Ruben have talked about this: is you know, growing into relationships and growing out of relationships. Right, like, I think one of the hardest things for me, at least, has been deciphering what friendships I need to let go of and which ones I need to strengthen. And that's probably a hard conversation that a lot of us are having right now in our lives. Well, maybe not like letting go of, but not putting as much stock into it, right? Like I was talking to Adam about a situation not too long ago about a friend of ours, a mutual friend. And, you know, it, it seems like I was always the one reaching out. You know what I mean? And, and and Adam could speak to this. It's just for me, I can only reach out so many times before I feel a little bit disrespected in return. Right. Like if I'm always the one reaching out to you, wanting to hang out and you never reciprocate that to me, that shows that maybe not like intentionally, but to me, it's almost like, well, I don't care about you as much to want to return the favor. Right. It's a, it's that same idea of like not chasing girls. Like if a girl's not really into you and she doesn't respond to your text and talk to you, you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to put that much effort into it, right? I'm not going to chase her. I feel a little bit differently with friendships, and we've talked about that, Ruben, where it's like I've got my different categories of friends. I get the friends like you and Cortland. I could go to any time. I could call. I know you guys are dependable. We can hang out all the time. Then I've got friends that like I might see once every other month, or they might be real flaky, or they might not respond to some of my texts, but – I, because I've known them long enough, I know they really genuinely appreciate my friendship. Their character, their personality, their quirk, their quirk is just – they're a little bit flaky. They don't always respond to text messages. But I already know they've already proven that they love me genuinely. They're just a, kind of a different category of friend. Sounds, Corlin, like you're talking about you, your, sounds like you're talking about yourself, Adam. 
<laughs> maybe I am. Maybe that's how you guys perceive me. Maybe we got to think, hey, no. this is exactly who he is. <laughs> Sometimes no, me, I am. And, me and Adam so, went through our phase. Went through our phase. I remember there was um, there was like two or three weekends back to back. I was trying to hang out with him, and he disappeared on me like two or three times. But you know, we, oh, we worked. Right. <laughs> we worked I through think, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's the thing too is like admitting your faults and saying, hey, I did flake out. I couldn't hang out these times, or and also like. I've told you guys before too, like I expect you and Ruben, I like to know your opinion on this. I expect you guys to choose relationships over friendships in the sense that when you're in a relationship, committed relationship, that person sort of gets the priority. Right. Um, so I might choose to hang out with a girl over my friends. Cause I see my friends all the time. I've had friends my entire life. I haven't had a special girl my entire life. So Ruben, how do you see that? Do you, or are you sort of the flip side where your friends get the priority and um or that's that's kind of like a situational thing so um i think for me i've always had the, the friends i've had have been people that i've kept around forever so for me it's the opposite right for me people like Cortland, you alex this people in my life that i feel like would get the priority over a girl that i just met right or like a girl that maybe i've just met and i'm kind of seeing what's there maybe over time they would get to be more important. And like, obviously like that's what I would hope. But I think like for me, it's very important for me when I am dating somebody to make sure I'm making time for my friends too. Um, you know, if I'm dating somebody, I am going to say, Hey, like this is my time for her. Hey, I'm, I have plans. I'm seeing so-and-so. Um, but if I make plans with somebody, I, I'm, you know, from that old school mindset where like, I, I expect you to keep your, your plans and your dates. You know what I mean? Oh, so commitment for sure. So for me, I have a, I have a rule. My rule is if you, if you make, if you give me an ultimatum or make me choose you over someone else or ask me to choose you over someone else, I don't choose you because my friends would never put me in that position. Right. Like all my friendships. If I say, Hey, I made plans with so-and-so every friend I have would understand that. Right. But if I have a partner, who doesn't understand that, hey, I made plans with so-and-so and they are upset that I'm not spending time with them, then in a way you are acting, you're acting at a level that's less than how a friend would act. I expect you to act at the level my friends act and better, right? right. So part of that is appreciating those relationships. That's interesting. Like say Ruben, um, you and I were gonna have a casual hangout, like we're just going to, I was just going to cover, we're just going to watch a movie and, you know, mess around and eat pizza or whatever. But then I had the opportunity, say I had a date lined up the, the following day, but that special date couldn't do it that day. And they could only do it on the day that I was planning to meet with you, Ruben. Like, I feel like if it's something real casual and I only have a limited time to spend with that special person, maybe it's one day a week I get to go on a date with this girl I really like. Like, I would prioritize her over eating pizza with you. And it's like, I would expect you to do the same thing because no offense to you or I, but like I can eat pizza with you anytime I want. I don't get to see a special girl very often and you only live once. So but, to me, that's the greatest happiness. But So I think that it? goes back to what, so something Cortland said to me not too long ago, he was like, you can't expect people to be at your expectation. Right. So I have a very high expectation of myself and others. Right. And Cortland can tell you that, like mm -hmm. I have, I think there's a lot, of i mean i consider respect to be a big thing for me like if i make plans with Cortland three weeks from now and let's say the person i'm seeing wants to make plans for that day 
I would say, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I I already made plans with Cortland, but maybe we can schedule something in a couple of days or something like that. Like, I think there is something to be said about keeping your plans. Because to me, it's just like I would be a little bit offended. You know what I mean? And like, it, it, it wouldn't have anything to do with you, but it goes back to what Cortland said. Like, all right, well, that's just how Adam is. Like, that's what Adam prioritizes. So there's no use in getting upset over somebody else's expectation. You know what I mean? Well, and also because it's not a double standard, I would be okay with you doing that to me too. Like for instance, the special lady in your life, she might only be able to hang out once every other week, one time every other week. And if you and I make plans on Saturday, two weeks from now, and you make plans with her on Friday, that time, that weekend comes and she's like, oh, I can't do Friday. I can only do Saturday tomorrow. Is that okay? I'd be like, Ruben, you don't need to eat pizza with me. Go hang out with her. I'll go hang out with one of my other five friends. You know what I mean? Like I would tell you, go spend time with her. So I think when you saying that is kind of where I was going to get at. It's at the end of the day, you know, the discretion is between the friends, right? Right. Like, right, right. like, like if it was a situation like that, where this person is going to be out of town or whatever, you know, my friends are the people are people that if I said, Hey, you know, could we do it the day before or the day after, you know, blah, 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 is out of town. Right. I, I have no friends that would say, no, I'm offended by that. I will never talk to you again. Right. right and that comes right. down to this maturity. But I would say, you know, if you know that, you know, it's an every other week thing, like, like, for instance, way back in the day, I used to do uh, Margarita Wednesday. So I never booked anything on Wednesday. Every Wednesday, I knew what I was doing. So right. I, didn't make pl- I didn't make plans outside of that. That's nice. And I yeah. think if you if you have that situation, then it's more on you to maintain that schedule than for you to make plans with other people and then renege on those because you forgot your own schedule. Well, especially if it's set in plan, it's like a set in stone. Like every every Wednesday at eight PM, I hang out with the boys. You know that that makes exactly. it's easier to schedule dates around that too. So, um, what's the other thing? The, you know, the other thing that's changed my perspective with this a little bit is because I have dated girls who have only been in the United States where I live for a, a limited period of time. So I started dating a girl like months ago who was in near where I lived, but she was only here for three months and I really liked her. So it's like every moment I got to spend with her was precious because she was going to go back to her country and I didn't know how much I'd be able to see her. So in that way, it's a little bit different than if you're say dating someone who you know lives in your area for forever, you can, you could put it off a few weeks or a month or whatever. And it's not that big a deal. So, um, so that's changed my perspective a little bit. I hear, I hear rapid fire dating. <laughs> I mean, I, and I guess like I mean, I've I've also had really terrible experience experiences with with women, and you know, not not all terrible, but like I've come to know what I want from a relationship and from a from a significant other, and I know that person would respect my time with my friends, and I would respect their time with their friends, and I think that's very important, and I think like to me. I used to get really annoyed when people would just start dating and then just forget about your, their friends. And all of a sudden, once they break up with that person, then they come back and there's just people out there like that. There's just people out there like that too. There's people who get married and once they get married, they're never to be seen again. And, and that's okay. I mean, that's just what happens. That's just, to me, I've become a little bit more accepting of that fact. Doesn't make it hurt any, any less. Yeah. Um, but to me, I have I, I really value my friendship. And to me, like my friendships with my friends are so important to me. Like I would drop anything in a hat. To, if I could help them in any sort right. of way, I would do everything I can in my power to help them. And I don't here's know. Here's a if good that, question. Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead, Cortland. I was like, here's a good question. 
do you remember the name of your first friend? Hmm. That's I, random as crap, dude. No, yeah. Uh, I mean, I so I actually do, and it's it's actually someone Ruben knows. I don't even know what that dude's up to now. Yeah, I know. Stefan, not Stefan. Was it uh Fox? He, was his name? Yeah, yeah. Let's just say Stephen F. But yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. At, all right, let's delete that one. That's wild. Okay. Yeah, Stephen F. Yeah, I remember he rode the school bus with me. I was like 11, 12 years old. My first friend. I know. You guys probably are still aren't aren't friends with him anymore, are you? Well, he moved, and I just lost track of him. But isn't that funny how friends friend. friends change though too? You know, like friends, and I'm so used to friends coming and going from my life that, you know, I know when I lose one friend, they move or something happens, they get married or whatever. Like I'll meet two or three new wonderful people. You know, um, it doesn't make it friends disposable, but I just I'm I'm used to that, I guess. Well, I. I... I guess for me, I have a higher expectation of the word friend. So I used to say, oh, that's my friend. That's my friend. That's my friend. And now it's like, all right, well, I have a lot of acquaintances. I know a lot of people. Cortland can tell you. Right. What do you call me? Uh, the mayor of Wilmington. Right. I know a lot of people. And that doesn't mean these people are all my friends. And, right. and like there's only a, now I, I've cut back the amount of people that I actually call friends. And I think that to me that's why i hold them up to a higher standard than other people and again that's not fair for me to hold that person to the standard that i would want to be held at you know what i mean so i think that goes back to what Cortland well, was saying yeah I, I i've come to understand that a little bit more well again going back to see i think the friends that are really solid in my life are people i get to see more regularly right so going back to that that scenario about changing plans at the last minute like if i only get to hang out with a girl or go on a date once a week with this special girl and Ruben, I can come over to your house at 11 o'clock at night any day of the week after work. To me, it feels like I get to see you all the time and hang out with you all the time at any time almost, right? This girl, because of our schedules, we only get to see each other once in a while. So to me, it's easy to change plans with you to hang out with her because I get to see you all the time anyway. But that isn't, that, isn't that slightly depreciating the value of the friendship? That's what I was Why? Yeah, but, well, but, 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 we both, but we all know that in, we all want to have family someday. And when you have a family, that is your absolute priority. Your friends are the people who support you in that. But you've got to build that. And, if, and to build yeah. that, you have to make sacrifices. You have to make sacrifices with your own family. Like mm-hmm. I, I might not actually – and Ruben, this is very interesting. I might sacrifice a dinner time with my family that maybe my mom's going to cook some dinner and she'll have us over to eat or whatever if I get to go on a date. And my mom totally understands. She's like, you're building your life. Dinner with us a thousand times. You can come over our house any day of the week. And I see them all the time. She's like, if you can go on a date, go on a date. That's more important. You're trying to build your future life. I I don't think I wasn't trying to. Well, I guess. Oh, I'm not upset or anything. I'm just. Oh, yeah. So so the, 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 the judgment wasn't the the judgment wasn't a value judgment. It was strictly a responding to this responding to the action judgment right it's right right, in, right, in, right. In, a, in a way in a way i'm saying in a way i'm saying the the, the importance is important important the importance of right it, right if you are searching for that long-term partner then as friends we understand that right and we say oh yeah you need to change plan this is the girl this is the person that you know he potentially wants to you know start a family with right and we can respect and appreciate that right but at the same time, it goes back to, you know, the situation that, you know, we found ourselves in as friends to where, you know, 
we had plans. You had to change them for the next week. You had to change them again for the following week. It's like, well, that's a similar situation. You were, you know, dating. I get that. And I appreciated it and respected it. Right. Right. But at the same time, I was at the bar waiting for you. <laughs> so really, like, I don't remember that. Yeah. I like he totally had, flaked. See, no, the, that, the, the that thing is when that's when people make like when people like Cortland and I make plans, we're scheduling our time around that plan. So if somebody at the last minute, three hours before and says, hey, man. I have an opportunity to go on a date beforehand. It's not like we we understand. It doesn't make it hurt any less. It doesn't make it any less annoying. You know what I mean? So like yeah, for yeah, me, it's like I, right. I I I I planned my whole night around this event. I could have planned something else, and I'm a planner. That's one of my right. real idiocracy, like like idiosyncrasy. Idiosyncrasy, like, right, right. Like, like one of like the, the the person that I'm talking to now, like. She knows I'm a planner. I'm a I'm like three weeks out ahead when it comes to planning. Well, you kind of have to be too, because you work at odd hours and stuff. So you, right, yeah. and so like I make these plans, and so if somebody at the last minute like just bails on that plan, yeah, dude, I'm gonna be upset. Right, and, I, and last minute, that's a mistake. Like when I did that with Cortland, that's a mistake on my part. That's not something I want to do in the future. Right, but like I think what Cortland was saying was you said, oh well, I see that person all the time anyway. So it what it kind of it did kind of sound like you were saying, well, it's you know, it's it's fine. They'll they'll be fine. I'll see I think them it's at more, some other point. It's more fine, you know, for friends, it's more fine. Right. If you want to put it that way, it's more fine to in a way bail out, let's say on me or Ruben, than it is to bail on this date that you only see once every other week and they're leaving in three months, right? The level right. of acceptance of missing out is higher for us than it is for that. There's just less, right. there's less recourse. There's less recourse behind that decision when you, you know, you say, "Hey guys, I have to cancel." Versus with her, if you say, "Hey, I have to cancel," but that doesn't right. mean there isn't any recourse at all. Well, it, it also depends on how far in advance you change those plans. So if three days beforehand, I told Cortland, "Oh, hey, oh, yeah. my the girl actually gets, you know, I can't have to hang out on the date you and I were supposed to hang out." That would be more understandable. It was. Also, the problem with the girl that I was dating, she had a schedule. It was literally dictated by like the day or the hour. So she'd be like, "Oh, I got my schedule." Like you know, so I was like, yeah. "Oh, I'm trying to plan around that." And so you know, it's also one of those things. It's just like, you know, it's life. Like it's it sucks because I'm trying to plan with you, and I'm waiting on this girl. And, you know, so it's like it's just difficult. It's the difficulty of relationships, you know. And I think that's when it goes back to just being honest with each other. Like I've said that with you. I know I've been pretty upfront and. I'm probably at times a little too blunt with you, Adam, and I feel like yeah, I just ignore it. It's okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, I mean, I, I feel like that's things that like you have to be able to do with your friends. If you don't care about your friends, right. then obviously you wouldn't be. I mean, it's never comfortable to like say those kind of things. But like, right? You need if to. you didn't care about that person, then you know you need to do that. Like with Cortland, like when I talked to Cortland about his relationship stuff, like. That was those are tough conversations for me to have with him because I know it's not what he wants to hear. I know it's not the stuff that he wants to hear. And like, if I didn't do that, to me, I'm doing a disservice as a friend, right? So I think that's why I wanted to talk about this today because it's our season finale. We're like wrapping up our first like season of our podcast, and to end it on something as as important as friendship to me is really awesome because this is how this podcast started, right? You and I started off as friends. This podcast started on a whim and we literally recorded our first episode with one microphone <laughs> and, <laughs> and put it out. Like, and we started this thing and we got a following and like 
because of our friendship and because how honest we are with each other, I don't think we would have been able to do that if we were just kind of, you know, just on the surface friends. And I think that's why it's so important to have friends like us that we can be honest with each other and just be upfront with each other. Like literally the conversation we just had, <laughs> like that was, right. a, that was almost an argument on the air. Like as it happened, that was very honest, very open, something that we didn't agree on. And like, we talked about it and like, it's again, it's, it's just very important. And that's why I wanted to talk about it today. And guess what? Still love you guys. Love it. And uh, I'm going to not be flaky. Well, I mean, it's it's okay. I, and I'm I'm not flaky on the regular. But, no, you're um, not. I mean, I am, I mean yeah. what you do have though is you are, you have Adam time. <laughs> oh yeah, I, Carla and I have come to accept Adam time, which another one of our friends Sam is also on Adam time. So it's Sam and, and Adam time. That's uh, being late, you know, because that's again, it's it's as long as you, I feel like you don't have a double standard. It's like with you, Ruben. It's like um, when you say, "Oh, I'm going to be there at six o'clock," and then you show up at like five fifty-seven, and I'm still coming home from the store. You know what I mean? Like, well, why did you come early? Like, you know, I'm late. So why don't you just allow yourself to be a little bit late? Which I think is funny too, but you're just, you're on time. That's just how you work. I'm an early guy. I'm a planner. You know, I was always taught if you're five minutes early, you're actually late. You're 10 minutes yeah. too late. So I've always been to work 15 minutes early, you know? Yeah, it is good thing. to do. The one it's, thing it's I will say, early. the one thing yeah. I will say about Adam is he may always be late, but he's always fashionably late. <laughs> well especially that's funny and it's a matter of priority like we're just hanging out at ruben's house i'm like i can get there whenever i want like like i just it's not it's not that it's not important but it's why am i going to stress about that if i can relax a little bit at home after work and take my time making dinner and something to, to make myself de-stress a little bit i'm not going to rush to go eat pizza with you guys at your house you know what i mean when Wait you guys probably would prioritize that a little bit differently is no. that not what that means? I thought fashionably late was like when you showed up, but you're like dressed to kill. Isn't that what that right. means? Right. Like if I want to take my time to like dress up or chat on the phone or just, you know, jerk around, like I want to take my time to do that because I'm just meeting fellas that just do nothing with. But I, I could also see why that might be annoying. I don't know. Again, yeah. I think it goes back to what Cortland was saying. Um, be cognizant of other people's standards and their priorities too and not just your own and i and i think that's something that i'm working on too in myself like i have to be learned to 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 learn what other people's priorities and what other people's way of living is so like i've come to understand that you're always going to be 30 to 40 like 40 minutes late you know what i mean no not that late like if we're I hanging mean, out at I, your I, house yeah i might show up the next day because we're not doing anything at your house we're hey, just sitting hey, around hey. so listen sir we we usually we usually bet what time you're getting here <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah, you guys are all sitting around eating pot brownies. Like, what do I need to be on time for that for? You know, and before all meeting at a restaurant, well, it's a little bit different. You know, Man, what I mean? you're really going to call us out for our extracurricular I've, use like that? I've I mean, never, I'm not saying you guys I've are actually never, doing that. I've never eaten a pot brownie in my life, sir. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no, but I'm saying stuff like what that. What is you're pot? Playing video games. <laughs> we're eating pizza. You know, Ruben's making a cocktail. Like, I mean, and it's the same thing. It's like when I have a party, it's funny. I have a party and someone shows up on time. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, That's no me. one's going to be on time. Everyone's going to be late. Why did you come on time? Give me an extra half hour to get things ready. Well, then <laughs> why like, not just, just plan the party a half an hour later? I don't understand. You plan, it, you plan the time early No, because everyone's no. going to show up That's late so everywhere. dumb. Oh, I hate that so much. But Ruben, no, but Ruben, when I've had parties, pretty much everybody comes almost an hour late. So I put it uh, and, and, and I scheduled to start 
an hour before I really wanted to start. Everyone shows up an hour later anyway, and we're good. I just Adam, compensate for people's I hate lateness. That. You've been to my parties, and you've seen that by the time you get there, there are already a bunch of people there. But I'm just saying how my parties work out. Your parties, like everyone's real timely, and I don't really know why. But <laughs> I'm just we're trying to we're trying to beat we're trying to beat a stereotype. That's why. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> was hashtag BPT. I was going to say that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, like that's the thing. I think like that's the importance of friendship. Is just being upfront and honest with each other. Like, sure, we're like being silly right now, but it's a very like it. It also makes sense, right? Like, all right, it's hard for me to be late. Like, I don't like not being late. I don't like being late at all. It. I hate it. It literally gives me anxiety to be late. But for you, it doesn't. And so, like, again, Cortland and I have come to accept it. <laughs> it's a game. It's a game. It's a game. We we give a. We give a line and we give an over or under. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I think usually uh, usually Ruben wins, I think. Yeah. Because I usually go for the under. I have more faith in you than he does. Wait, for what? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> for your arrival time, bro. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I make sure the... next time I'm uh, I'm on time for our uh, pizza eating session. Hey, Ruben, I put five hours and he's late by 30 minutes right now. <laughs> I mean, right, I was late to our down. podcast today. I was late to our podcast. I was like, can you guys give me an extra 15 minutes? And then you were late for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I got on my computer, 814. Two minutes late, dude. You were two oh, minutes whatever. late. Oh, whatever. Yes, 717 like, hour that time. That is bull crap, dude. That is bull. 717. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in this season. It was so much fun. A blast. So crazy. Who would have thought? Absolutely, man. I honestly <laughs> thought this was this was going to peter out after five episodes. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's been great. It's been great. It's kept us, it's given us something to do. Again, this is something that we strive to do every week, right? And yeah. we've done it for 20 weeks in a row, which is crazy. It's five months, bro, for five months. For we, sure. And we're going to work. We're going to take some time off to look into some merch uh, logos and that kind of stuff. If you guys have any ideas for slogans or logos or anything, feel free to send them our way. Although I think we have a logo that's uh, pretty pretty much finalized. So we'll be sharing that with you. And uh, Ruben, you want to hit them up with the social media? Yeah, guys. Our social media is Guys Who Cry Official at Guys Who Cry Official. Uh, and our TikTok is at Guys Who Cry Official. 2396 and guys you just posted a video of me doing a johnny cash impression so check that out oh yeah well thank you guys everyone for listening in Cortland, thank you for joining us today everyone have a great week we'll catch you in a few weeks and be entertained boo, boo.